Welcome to The Power of Stories, a podcast by women, about women, and for women. Their voices and their stories. I am Sharon Catherine D'Agostino, a passionate advocate for the empowerment of women and girls everywhere, and the founder of SayItForward.org. And I'm Yodit Kifle-Smith, a creative dedicated to making sure the voices and stories of women are heard. I have the privilege of working with Sharon on SayItForward.org to do just that. In this podcast, you will meet courageous women from around the world whose unique path to empowerment will leave you encouraged and inspired. Today, we get the chance to talk with Julia Wicklander again. She was one of our first guests on our podcast, and she joins us from her home in Sweden. Julia is a social entrepreneur at heart, dedicated to supporting change makers to have a greater impact in the world. She's the founder and president of Girls Globe and co-founder of Grow and Redefine. Julia, we're so happy to have you join us again. Welcome. Thank you so much, Yodit, and thank you, Sharon. It is a pleasure to be here and such an honor to be on the Power of Stories podcast for a second time. (laughs) Thanks again for being here, Yodit, and I are so excited to talk with you today. You founded Girls Globe, which is truly a global network of bloggers. What is it like being part of that? network, that community? I mean, I love connecting with with people from around the world. And I mean, it just gives me so much hope and so much life and so much inspiration. We have members who are both individuals as well as organizations um, and connecting with, you know, leaders of of organizations that are doing amazing things or um, young activists in different parts of the world. It's incredibly invigorating because I feel connected with them in so many ways. And I feel like we have a shared mission and a shared goal. And it just becomes a community of people who are really leading change. Being a part of that community is just incredible. You have so many roles, obviously, in in your life. You are a very successful entrepreneur. You are creative. You've built basically new enterprises from just from your imagination. And that's all very exciting. And then like so many other women, you have all of these other roles, including being a mom now of young children. And so given everything that is happening in the world right now, how do you remain hopeful? It has been difficult to remain hopeful. And there have been many things that I have had to do, like practical things in my life that I've had to do to be able to feel connected with hope and with love and with light. I think for me, having a, a routine or a practice of, of gratitude, um, just starting the day, I have a very simple journal where I write down a few things um, that I'm grateful for. I go out on a walk after I've um, taken my daughter to school. I usually take the long route home. There are certain things like that that I do and try to do on a daily basis that really help me stay connected with my hope 
which is also sort of my purpose. I think when we feel purpose, we can feel hope. And and I think when I stay connected with why I do things and why I believe that I'm here and, and why I'm doing what I'm doing at work, that can give me more hope. And I think that there are so many distractions that can tear me away from that and that, you know, whether it's the evening news or scrolling on social media or things like that, that can really distract your attention from why I'm here and from the purpose that I have. Having small children, being home with sick kids or, you know, uh, getting sick myself or having, you know, other distractions from away from my routine. I've realized that it's been especially difficult to stay connected. It's been also important to be able to ingrain sort of a, uh, you know, healthy rituals and and routines into my family life that makes sense. When I put my kids to to bed, I always ask them what they're grateful for. And hearing from them things about their day that I didn't know, or even things that I did know, but just hearing them say these things um, also helped me to feel especially grateful for them, but also for everything else that I have in my life. And the important work that I have to do to serve others here. So this is something that I've also been learning even more from you, Sharon, has been the importance of journaling. And journaling has definitely been something that has been helpful, um, both in terms of getting the anxiety and the worry out, out of my system and onto the page, as well as sort of reframing limiting beliefs, as well as just focusing on on my gifts and my purpose and the positive things that I have in my life. So journaling is is definitely one of those tools that have been especially useful and helpful in the times where I feel incredibly disconnected with why I'm here um, and disconnected from hope and, and just feeling very stressed and anxious. What would you say is one or two things that you've learned about yourself that perhaps you didn't know before? There have been both positive and negative things that I, I continuously learn about myself. But, but I think that these times have really shown me sort of, well, the truth sort of about myself and how I think and, and why I feel stressed and why I feel anxious about things. And um, it can be sort of fears that I didn't even know that I had uh, that sort of just come to the surface, fears of losing control or not having the power of everything or the fear of other people's judgment. So there are definitely those things that can come to the surface that I realize that these are things that I need to work on and I need to really prioritize to to take care of myself so that I can free myself from the bonds of those fears. We all have fears. We have fears about which we are willing to speak. <laughs> and we have fears that are um, quiet and often related to our self-judgment. What do you do when you really are in a moment where you have to pull yourself together and up? For me, I, I think that I've really understood that the fears that I have and the limiting beliefs that I have don't define me. And I think when you take away the connection of this is who I am and this is what I think, that it's not the same thing. They don't equate. 
So when I can connect with what I'm thinking and get that down on paper and see, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Do I believe, truly believe that this is true? And I can reflect on it without judgment of myself because I know that these are fears or limiting beliefs that have come from things I've been taught throughout my life or things that I've seen um, or things that, you know, our culture tells us it's the way it's supposed to be. So disconnecting yourself from your thoughts um, and then working on reframing those thoughts. For me, journaling is that amazing tool to be able to do that and to really look at, okay, is this fear, is this true? And of course, we can be afraid of something that could actually be a threat to us. Um, so all fears aren't, of course, you know, just limiting beliefs, but they can be true. When I feel stressed, if I have the opportunity, I will go away, like leave the room, leave my children and my husband and refresh myself a bit and then just close the door and take some breaths. And another tool that I've used a bit as well has been tapping. It helps me and it can lead me uh, in both a prayer, but also just leave me acknowledging what I'm thinking. Would you explain to our listeners what tapping is? Tapping is a tool where, where you sort of tap on different parts of your body and at the same time um, acknowledge sort of the things that you're thinking. So it can start by, you usually start by tapping on the side of your hand and then you move across different parts of your body and your face. And at the same time, as you do that, you say different things about you know, about what you're feeling. So it can start off saying, even though I'm feeling stressed and anxious about this or that, I will honor and respect and love myself. The tapping helps to calm your nervous system at the same time as you're acknowledging the, the negative things, you sort of get that out of your system as well. And then you reconnect with, with sort of the intention that you have. I learned about it through YouTube and through a free app, but it's something that you can use and, and sort of play around with as well. In a moment where you feel like you need help, what do you do to find the courage to ask someone for what you need? I am working on not having to fall so low before I ask for help and be able to anticipate that, you know, this might be something that I need help with because I've always sort of believed that I have that capacity or believe that I need to have the capacity to handle things on my own. And also to understand that people want to help and mm -hmm. that people won't judge me because I ask for help. They might instead feel included in my life. Just reframing it in that way is, is helpful and is something that I need to do more because I, I know that it is something I still struggle with. I resonate with you, especially when you said you don't realize that people in your life want to be asked <laughs> for the very purpose of wanting to feel included. And so I know that has been something that I too have been working on, but why do you think it's hard for you to ask for help? Like what are the things that have maybe reinforced that fear in your life? I mean, I'm the youngest child in a family of three girls. I think I was always able to cope with things on my own. Um, I sort of kept to myself because I didn't want to be 
sort of a burden. I wanted to make everyone happy. I wanted to sort of keep the family positive and keep everyone together. And it's just, you know, these patterns that started very young of me being able to handle things on my own and it went well. It's sort of just continued to stay a part of my life and being sort of an entrepreneur and being someone who creates things on my own. It just continues to be a present part of my life of having to trust my own capacity. But then I also know that there is this downside of losing touch with asking other people or including other people in my journey. How do you remain constant in connecting to your purpose as an entrepreneur? It can be very difficult to feel connected to your purpose. And for someone who doesn't sort of perhaps work as an entrepreneur, where you have to constantly connect with your why, I think that just following sort of your curiosity and following the little hints that you get along the way of this sounds interesting, this could be meaningful, that person seemed to have something that I want to be a part of, or, you know, just listening to those small clues that you get along the way. Um, And I think so curiosity, I believe, is a very strong connector to purpose. I have a a little post-it with a little, you know, my own sort of purpose message on it next to my desk where I'm working that I can look at when I'm doing sort of very menial tasks and admin within my organization or things that, you know, just need to get done. Reconnecting with that purpose is really what brings me hope when I feel stressed or when I feel I'm struggling with entrepreneurship. Would you be willing to share what you believe your purpose is or what you know your purpose to be? For me, my purpose is really to be a part of creating positive change in this world and by supporting others in finding their own purpose and supporting them to also create positive change in the world. So I want to ask you, how can we all encourage other women and girls to confidently use their voice and claim their power? I think as women, we have a responsibility to inspire others by doing it ourselves. And I think that so often we can hold ourselves back because we say, well, who am I to say this? Or my story isn't that important. Or who am I to take up space in this room? And I think that it's important to think about that and to provide space for others. But first of all, I think that it's important for us to connect with our own voices and our own stories and understand that we all have something valuable and meaningful to share. You know, it can be in a conversation with someone. It doesn't have to be broadcast throughout the world. And then I think, yeah, there are so many amazing platforms like Say It Forward that we can direct people to, right? Well, Julia, thank you so much. I mean, it's been truly special to have you again and just to be able to hear just the journey that you're on. Or I really enjoyed what you said about the idea of labels and and being able to differentiate between knowing who you are versus what you think um, and making sure that you reframe that. That really has stuck with me. So thank you again for being with us. And to our listeners, thank you for making the time to listen to this episode of the Power of Stories podcast. Thank you, Yudi. Thank you, Sharon. It's so meaningful what you're doing, and I'm incredibly honored to be a part of it. And I am just so inspired by the work that you're doing, both with the Power of Stories podcast, as well as with sayitforward.org. 
Thanks so much, Julia. And thank you for helping us all connect with hope and love. There are so many of your messages that are staying with me right now. And I knew Will for, know Will for some time. I especially love your point that our fears do not define us. Yodi, thank you so very much for walking this journey of sayitforward.org with me every day. And we send big thanks out to Lisa DeJavine, who is the co-producer and editor of the Power of Stories podcast. And to our listeners, we invite you to visit sayitforward.org, a place where you are welcome to share one or more stories about your unique path to empowerment or you can read the stories of other women and girls. This is Sharon Catherine D'Agostino and Yodit Kifle-Smith signing off for now and hoping you'll join us for our next episode of the Power of Stories podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we do hope you'll give us a review and recommend the Power of Stories to a friend. And lastly, we want to remind you of the power of your story.